are using all kinds of symbology. What is at stake? It is a big idea. A new world order where diverse nations are drawn together in common cause to achieve the universal aspirations of mankind. My question to you is, in any of your government jobs, have you ever been briefed on the subject of UFOs? And if you have, when was it? What were you told? Well, if I had been briefed on that, I'm sure it was probably classified and I couldn't talk about it. When I got out in 1989, we had cataloged 57 different species. We walked over to one side of the lab and he said, by the way, we've discovered a base. The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. Greetings and salutations to all my fellow Sky Watchers, all of you listening globally on the surface of the Earth, or inside the hollow Earth, or hell, if we've been lied to and been wrong this whole time on the flat Earth, whatever, welcome to Sky Watchers Radio. By the way, also can't forget our space relatives, our brethrens out there in the cosmos, listening intergalactically, welcome to another exciting episode of Skywatchers Radio. We are live once again on this beautiful June 22nd, 2016, broadcasting from New Logic Studios down in the MIA, Miami, Florida. I am Angel Espino, and I am one-fourth of the crew, even though we're two-man down today, so it's just myself and the one, the only, the best, Crystal Storm. What's up? What's up, Pookie? What's up, up Boo Boo? How you be? I'm doing good. You doing good, yeah? I'm doing good, that's Pookie. Good. That's good. That's good. We're gonna that's have a fun stuff. show, Pookie. I'm excited. I am excited about our show. I am super excited about our show tonight. It's like a back in the day show that we've got going on tonight. Oh, this is gonna be trippy. Uh, people <laughs> listening in. People listening in tonight are not going to be able to appreciate how rich this show is going to be tonight. They're not. They're not going to. No. We're going to have to try to make them understand, but they're they're not going to understand. Not, unless not, they unless they followed all of us over from BTR, then they'll right. understand. Then they'll understand. But see, and, the beautiful thing about podcasting, uh, my dear Crystal Storm, is that you can always go back and listen to the past archive episodes of stuff, and a lot of this stuff is still archived, both on uh, the channel of the guest tonight, the channel of another host on BTR, and even on my page, thejackalshead.com, which is uh, one of my old radio shows, by the way. Uh, there's like 200-something episodes in there, and a lot of stuff in there that had to do with this certain issue that happened a few years ago. But listen, uh, we're going to have... A fantastic show. There's not going to be any negativity. This is going to be an awesome show. We have a very controversial guest. But before we talk about our guest, I just want to tell everybody who's listening right now, wondering where Tres Leche is, saying, where is Alan Weiler? Where is Tres Leche? We need our fix of the other guy. What's going on? Well, he's going to be on in the second hour with us. He's right now uh, trying to get his uh, things together. And uh, he's, he's going to join us shortly. Uh, Chris uh, Chris Brown is not going to be with us this week. Uh, like I said, we're two man down. Chris is actually uh, moving, I believe, and finally, finally, he's getting his uh, new place uh, in order. Also, and speaking of new place in order, Uh-oh. we got big news for Skywatchers Radio. We do. We do. We got big news. Huge big news. Ooh, ooh, big news. Okay, I'm done. Okay, that's what was that all about? Jesus. I know. Pretty big. It's pretty big though. 
That's what I told him. Now, the news is, folks, check this out. <laughs> Starting next month, the first week of next month, Skywatchers Radio will no longer be broadcasting on this time, on this date. Wednesdays at 10 p.m. Nope. We're moving. Mm-hmm. Moving on up to <laughs> Tuesday night to that 11 o'clock spot p.m. That's right. 11 to 1. We're going to be broadcasting from then on. And that's, I, I, I love this move. I think it's, it's going to be a great move for us. Um, yeah. I you know, agree. Tuesday just works a lot better. We're going to be following uh, our good friend Zod Ryder. And, uh, you know, he's he's my boy. That's my dog. You know, it's, Zod uh, is awesome. Zod, Zod is Zod cool. Zod is the man. Yeah. Now, he, okay. needs to, uh, he needs to get back to uh, doing a show because he's kind of uh, on a little bit of hiatus. And he has a great show, the Zod Ryder Show. I'd suggest everybody on okay. PSN check that out. Uh, when he comes back, uh, it's going to be awesome having him and, and us back-to-back. Uh, so starting next month, Skywatchers Radio will be on Tuesday nights at 11 p.m. starting Eastern. Now, you're wondering, well, what's going to happen to Wednesday nights, Jackal? What's going to happen, Crystal? Is Tres Leche finally taking over the... No, he's not. <laughs> no, he got. He's no. going to get it by aliens. That's what's going to happen. To that's Trish. that's probably what happened to him tonight. He just didn't want to admit that it. Is. He's probably he called me. He sounded like he was in pain. So he might be. He probably was getting probed at the time. Oh no! I mean, there is there is definitely a little bit of grunting uh, uh, <laughs> his voice as oh, he was yeah. telling me. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to be a little. Uh, to the show, it was a little bit like that. You know, it was weird. It was weird, man. That's but, what happens when you don't use enough lube. That's all I'm saying. But it's the other guy. What do you expect? That's true. That's a good point. You feel me? It's the other guy. Yeah. Uh, no, there is going to be a live show on this very uh, time slot. It's going to be the Arizona Tramp Swamp Radio Show, and um, he he won. Remember last he week won. we crashed the show. We crashed the show. Yeah, he was cool. We're, he was cool. Peoples. We're, we were like, we're gonna we're gonna give him the our, our, we're gonna give him the time of day. We're gonna you know lay the law down, and he's gonna have to do something about this. And then we right. move the next week. And then we. <laughs> And then we were like, what are we going to do about it? We're moving. Well, I yeah. mean, you know, it's cool. Whatever. It's cool. Now, Eric, Arizona Tramp has a great show, and uh, it's great to have him live as opposed to have him playing a rerun. Yeah. And playing opposed to, you know, you know, on the same yeah. time slot that we're on. That's counterproductive to the network and to us. It uh, is. So, it is. And, I've, and I, honestly, I've been wanting to move to Tuesdays for a while. In fact, I was going to do Sky, uh, the Jackal's Head on Tuesday nights. Uh, so this actually fits better. Oh, perfect. Follow, we'll following, uh, I like yeah. I like the move. I like the move. I like having the Wednesdays free. I think Tuesday's going to be a good slot. I like that we're mm-hmm. going to be later because, you know, we're, we're like late night shows. So I think it's going to work out. Right, right. And, you know, if we go 12 and 1, we're kind of uh, competing with oh. one Heather Wade <laughs> on midnight in the desert. Uh, okay, so... I think that she is doing whatever an admiral job <laughs> over on. What? No, on, you 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 left it, the you're right at whatever. Yeah. You're right. right. Okay, so I think she. Do, but we're better. We're just better. We're just. I mean, you know, I got I got to tune our own horn a little bit because I mean, we're pretty good. Just saying, we're pretty good at this. So I think on Tuesday nights, you guys should come over here and listen to us, and then you can listen to her on archives. You know, mm-hmm. and you. You yeah. be a fan of both shows, but you should listen to us live because you never know what's going to happen on Skywatchers Radio Live. Like, you never know. The other guy will say something or do right. something, right? Or, or the guest will, will – something will – something happens. Things just happen on Skywatchers Radio, and you want to have that live experience. You just do. And remember, if you're a time traveler for, for them already, it exactly. doesn't matter. You could just, you know, go in there and 
I mean, you're paying for it. Might as well download it and not really listen live. Jesus. Come on. Like, right. Like, come on. This This is is the best show on Wednesday nights. It's going to be the best show on Tuesday nights, guaranteed. So, Heather, I'm sorry. You're a lovely girl. Awesome. Awesome. Good job, Heather. You can't, you can't, you can't. We're the bomb, like she said. That's it. Bomb diggity. Now, I do have uh, something to say about Art Bell, though. Uh-oh. Something happened between me and Art Bell, which... Oh, no, what happened? Which, I'm, I'm a little I'm a little depressed right now with Art. I'm, I'm a little sad with Art. I'm a little upset with Art. Just a little Okay, bit. okay, okay. So, you, you are, you are <clears throat> usually a very reasonable individual... You know, I am. Normally. I, I can say that. Yeah, you normally are. I mean, normally. I think you're a little cray because you don't like that awesome movie that I like. But other than that, I think you're pretty cool. So what happened? Tell me. So I approached Art, who you know I've talked to a couple times on Facebook here and there. and I don't have a, an extensive relationship with him. But I have known Keith for over two years now, and I'm pretty friendly with Keith, even though we're not on the network anymore in Dark Matter. And right. uh, I approached Art because, you know, we are making this move, and I thought, well, you know, what better way to kick it off than to have Art on the first show on the new time slot? It would be great. Have him on for the first hour or an hour. That would be awesome, you know? So I approached him with it, and um, he, told, he, he gives me this answer like, oh, well, you know, I really don't like doing shows because I'm better as a interviewer and not an interviewee and kind of like wiggled and warm, you know, like wiggled his way out of like saying yes, basically. And it gave me like a soft, nice, polite, yeah, no thanks. Okay. And I would have taken that mm-hmm. and said, uh, and been okay, you know, if, if he hadn't been on other shows in the past as an mm-hmm. interviewee. And if he hadn't just posted on his Facebook wall a interview he just did for another show. Oh, see, so, you know, so basically he just didn't want to be on our show. Right. Which now I'm like, really, Art? Because we were your lead-in show for, you know, the what, the four or five months he was on before he retired again? You know, we, we were doing pretty good leading into you, uh, to your show, buddy. What, what, what happened? Uh, what, yeah, what's up what's with that? Which? Yeah, you what's know, what's up with that? that? No, you know? crazy, though. I understand why. You know what? Just Just say no. Just say no. Just be like, you know, I don't want to be in your show. I mean, you don't have to be rude about it, but you could just be honest about it. I hate the being yeah, but, around, but, you know, like, just say it. Yeah. Like, no, you know, here's, the, here's the thing. Look, here's the thing. And, look, I hope I never get to to the point that I'm that well-known and that big in radio or in any medium or anything that I can't take some time for a fan or for a show and give them an hour of my time and, and just be a guest. Because I've been asked to be on other people's shows, and I've always done the show. I've always, you know, I've had no issues uh, doing a show. And, um, you know, I, I always make extra time for people. And I'm not even famous, really. I'm not like, you know, Art Bell, I know he's a lot more famous, but we were on a network with the guy. You know, you figure, yeah, you know, we, we, we have some camaraderie. We, you know, we're all, we're all radio people, and it's just an hour of your time. And, and to, for him to, like, kind of wiggle his way out of it by telling me that. And then I see his Facebook wall. Right. Let me down. You Really, I mean, as a fan, you just let me down, Art. I mean, I, that's how you lose fans, basically. When you do stuff like that, because that's, that's at the end of the day, he's he's you know he is the old medium that is retiring, yes. right? He is yeah. leaving you know the airways for good, and he, you know he'll do interviews here and there, he'll do his stuff. Heather Wade is now doing Midnight in the Desert, but we're the ones now carrying the radio torch, so to speak. Right. Our shows, we're we're the new guards, right? We're hey, shout out to Jesse Randolph. We we are the new guard of this kind of field. Oh my and, God. 
It's Jesse. Jesse, hi. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> Shout outs to uh, Jesse again. Actually, speaking of New Guard, Jesse is uh, in talks with myself to possibly come back to radio as a host. So that I'm going to put that amazing. out there. That I still want Jesse to come on our show and do like a 15 minute rant. I think that he, really needs to happen. He really should. He's good at it. He's so good at it. He's amazing. Like, he is. Oh my god, he's got like a great voice for radio. Like I love yeah. Jesse. I'm such a fan. Like here's the thing, and and now this is a perfect segue into our guest tonight, um, who, by many people, is better known as Mr. E. Mr. E. Mr. E. Uh, he was the host of a show called uh, Mr. E's Strange Visitors on Block Talk Radio. Today he's better known as Joe Sworn. And uh, he has a, a show. It's about patriotism, and it's a actually it's a really really good show. It's, he's evolved his show. Before, when he was doing mystery, it was more you know fart jokes and ufology stuff, and just you know, everything they could think of. He would just throw it out there, and it was fun, but it, was, it wasn't really structured properly. Now that his show now is a really well done show, so you know hats off to him. And he's very controversial on the new show also. And there's a history with mystery or Joe Sworn and myself and Jesse. Mm-hmm. Now, it would be epic if Jesse called in tonight when we have Mr. E on. That would be just phenomenal. Where has he phenomenal. been? I have not seen him on the Skype. I'm glad that you've been talking to him because it's like he just like disappeared. So, yes, he should 100% call in tonight. That would be awesome. I mean, I don't I don't want to, you know, toot my own horn here. Mm-hmm. But, but, I will say this much. I think he just stopped listening when I went away for a little bit. You know, he was like. Oh, uh, he missed you. Yeah, he, he missed, missed me. That's understandable. He, he missed it. He missed me. That's okay. But, That's what, I mean, I'm a little sad that he stopped listening because he said that he was a fan of me, too. I mean, I can understand if he don't want to listen to the other guy. I completely understand that. Yeah, That's him. understandable, well, yeah. Like, completely like, understandable. Yeah. But, like, he could at least, like, listen to, like, one or two because I was here, you know. You know what I'm saying? Oh, oh, oh you, you, hear, you hear the you crickets? You hear that? I hear the crickets. I hear the crickets. We, we have uh, – we've been invaded by the yeah, swamp. Do you, do you Arizona tramp. Crickets? We hear you, friend. You hear me. We hear you. You are loud and clear. Me. We could hear you loud and clear. Oh well, I have to. I'm... <laughs> there we go. I forgot to shut your radio station off when you that called me. I'm sorry. Is rule number one, man? You tell me, pull me into the show. I pull you in. Oh, I, I did it. I did the newbie thing. I'm sorry. And we're giving you our time slot. And we're giving this man our time slot. Can you believe this, Crystal? Can you believe this? No, take it back. No, dude. Nah, I'm not an Indian giver. I'm not going to do it. I'm not taking it back. I'm going to give right. him a chance. At least think that he should hang up and he have to call back in. Uh, <laughs> no, let's, let's do that. Let's try that. Take two. Take two. Oh, oh, take two. Here we go. Here we go. Really? You're going to yeah, do that yeah. to me? Take two. Take two. Uh, and, all right, we're being invaded. Oh, you hear the crickets, Crystal? You hear the crickets? I hear the crickets. I think we've been invaded by the swamp. And from the black swamps of northwest Ohio, this is Arizona Tramp. Arizona Tramp. That's right. What's Thank- <laughs> Thankfully, I'm not. I'm Angel. You're Angel Jam. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, buddy? What's up, man? This is great. Uh, I didn't even see this coming. This was awesome. Well, we've been uh, kicking around ideas uh, how to you know better the show for a while, and I've been actually wanting to move the show to Tuesdays, like I said, for a while. But we were kind of like slated on Wednesday because we were on Dark Matter with Art and, and them. Right. Art. Art. Anyway. And... Um, Anyway, because of you know we were his lead in show for the whole time that he was live on air over there, right? Yeah. Uh, we stayed on Wednesdays and we kept this time slot. But Tuesday works out much better for me, for Crystal, for the other guy, Chris. 
Nancy, everybody. It's just it's built better momentum. And now we have you on on Wednesday nights, my friend. Welcome to the network as a live broadcaster. And thank you so much for having me, and I will do my best to make it rack. You don't mess up. No, if you mess up, you, you know what up. happens. Don't mess up. Oh, no, I don't mess up. A billion Hail Marys, and, uh, well, you know, we got to talk about other punishments later. You can't mess up. <laughs> you got to give me a billion Hail Marys. All right. And I'm not even religious, so go figure. Yeah. <laughs> go figure, man. So you didn't do a show tonight. What happened? Uh, you took the night off? Well, I'm waiting for it. To, they're talking about the storms, and you can see them about 20 miles south, and they're just, like, going past. And it's like, okay, we were supposed to get slammed with torrential rain here all night long. And it's like, it's nothing happening. And I'm going, okay, well, you know, so there's no show because of that. Uh, the weatherman screwed up again. The weather, oh, the weather people never know what's going on. They just don't. They never do. They, they really Ever. don't. They never yeah. know. And they I can't really blame them because it's Mother Nature. Like, good, you know, good luck. You're trying to predict that. Like, come on. Somehow they're going to blame Obama or Trump. <laughs> it's Hillary's fault. Or Hillary, yeah. It's, it, it's it. one of them. It's always one of them. It's They're always all one of their together. faults. Whatever. Yeah. It's the Illuminati that made the weather bad. That's what it was. Yeah, it is. Illuminati you did know it. what? That is actually pretty plausible. <laughs> I believe that. It's a weather control device. That's it. That's what Also it is. possible. It's a harp thing. It's a harp thing. What do you right. do? It could be. It could be. It could be. Now... Yes, Nancy. By the way, she's uh, she's uh, calling me out, saying that I said something kind of racist. Uh, Indian giving. Oh, oh, it's a little, it's a little. It is. <laughs> well, a, I mean, yeah, a little, we don't it's have a the term, other guy here but... offending ninety percent of our listeners. So everything is racist <laughs> anymore, man. How do you get away from that? You know, and you can Well, and that's well, you know, that's because everything actually really is racist. <laughs> How is it racist? <laughs> You know. I mean, I grew up listening to people say, hey, don't be an Indian giver. Give me that back. I, you gave me uh, that. Uh, that yeah, that I, was, in, in my mind, the racial thing never even crossed it, honestly. It, it just no, didn't. it doesn't. It's why, you know, sometimes you just have to, you know, when you're around your people and you say something, just let it go. You know? Right. <laughs> <If I> got, <laughs> you know when somebody's being racist or is just, you know, make it a joke. If I got pissed off over absolutely every little bitty thing that somebody said, I'd never have time to do anything else. Exactly, I'd be I'd be a very very bitter person. Okay. Yeah, me too, and I try not to do that. No, not at all. So tonight, Mister Tramp, we have a very exciting show. We have uh, Mister E, aka Joe Smorin, on the show with us, and uh, this is going to be exciting. I, I've you know, me and him have a long standing uh, feud that goes back to 2010. Okay, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It, it's crazy. When we first, and it's funny because when we first started uh, doing radio on BTR. Uh, I've said this many times. The first shows that I uh, ever heard on BTR were Alejandro Rojas' Stink Tank Radio, UFO Radio, uh, Jesse Randolph's uh, UFO Not Radio, uh, the AZ UFO Show with our good buddy Rich Giordano was another show that caught my attention right off the bat. Uh, Paranormal 101, you were on there, uh, Crystal, and as soon as I heard you, I was like, one day she will be on our network. She'll be all ours. And there she is. I know. Oh, it worked. It worked. <laughs> I feel and, like radio has grown up a lot since BTR because I feel like there was a lot of very weird drama going on mm-hmm, with mm-hmm, a lot mm-hmm. of the hosts inside the paranormal like UFO community over on BTR. And granted, so because there are a lot of crazy people over there that are oh, still I, crazy. Like, I was shocked. I was shocked. Crazy. Chad has lost his mind. And I, I will say that because I was following Chad on Twitter for a little while. Chad is crazy. I had to unfollow him. 
he's still a little nuts. I love him. <laughs> I do, but he is still a little crazy. <laughs> yeah, and the, the, here's the thing. When I was on BTR, I started off, you know, the shows were just for fun. It wasn't anything to take serious or anything. Uh, it wasn't until I met Alejandro and Jesse, and uh, they kind of, like, talked me into, like, taking it a little bit more serious and doing more stuff in UFO, you know, based, because I, I have a, a real passion for the subject, and I really want to get to that answer, even though, you know, we kid around a lot of the show, and we joke around a lot when we talk to our guests, but deep down, you know, there is that, that desire to find out the truth within me and within Crystal and even the other guy. Maybe not as much with him, but still, with the rest of us, we really want to get to the truth. And, you know, that's why we do this. We don't do this to get paid, by all means. We're not Heather Wade. Art isn't kicking in anything to us. You know, we're not making a penny. But we're doing this out of the the sheer love for the subject. And I said, you know what, I'm going to take it more serious. So I started doing this stuff more seriously. Along the way, I met Mr. E, our guest tonight. And uh, when he first started doing his show... Um, I'll tell you what, I was completely, you know, taken back by the fact that he was a natural for it. Because, you know, some people get on the radio, and when they first start talking, they're like, uh, yeah, um, uh, so, uh, tonight, uh, we're going to talk about, uh, some very spooky stuff, man. (sighs) And you hear the trembling in their voice. Like, people get scared when they're on the radio, right? Not this guy, he was very natural. You know, he had a, a very clownish makeup like we do on the show here where we would, you know, would joke around and he kept the light and stuff. So at first I was like, yeah, this guy's pretty cool. You know, he's going to do a, a good show. And, and for about, there's Arizona's. Uh, yep, there's train my the train. Background. Yep. So Sorry. for about two weeks, it was, it was lovely. It was, you know, we had a great uh, on-the-air relationship. He was on my show a bunch of times. I was on his show, shared content. You know, it was really cool. And then things just went sour. And, uh, you know, we've, we've discussed that uh, endlessly uh, on BTR. And uh, there was feuds and shows done back and forth. Attacks were taken. <laughs> videos were made. Memes were created. Uh, rip-off reports were placed. Oh, uh, no, God, it was insane. Mothers were called from uh, people that, you know, should never have been called. <laughs> Things were said in public that are shameful by everybody involved, not just mystery. No, seriously, it was crazy. One of the it reasons that I left place. Paranormal 101, I, I love Steve, absolutely love him, but one of the reasons I left Paranormal mm-hmm. 101 is one night he did a show, and it was ju- it was literally off the chain. And it, he wa- it wasn't even that he did the show, but he did the show, and he had chat on, and then somebody called, and the entire two hours of Paranormal were literally these guys cussing each other out. Yeah, like, yeah, I know. That was, the, that was like the entire show. They were literally just cussing each other out and screaming at each other. I was See, like, I, oh I thought that the only crazy people were Rich and Mr. E when we were having our feud. I was like, this can't be like, this can't be like a whole network thing on BTR. And then I started listening, and I was like, holy crap. Debbie, they, they, all these people are nuts. Like, am I the only sane person on this damn network? And then yes. a good friend of mine, yeah, at that point, me and you were the only ones, I think. Yeah. Um, Melchizedek was kind of in and out. Yeah, he was yeah, kind of, kind he's of cool. Yeah. He's yeah. cool, but he's like he's not there. Like he's you know he where is right. he? He doesn't do shows anymore. Like he's just gone. Um, but Jeremiah Greer, who's a good friend of mine, had a show on an, on a, an actual shotcast network like this, like PSN, and he reached out to me and he's like, "Man, you know you have a good show, Angel, and I want to bring you on our network and and you know come on board. I'll show you how to use Sam Broadcaster and blah 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 blah." And really was the mentor that I needed to kind of give me that kick to do this a little bit more seriously off of BTR. I've never been back. Never do I want to go back to BTR. It's, that yeah, platform is dead to me. 
Dead to me. It, and now, you know what? It's become a, it's become a money suck. You know, the audio right. quality went down. You know, now it's, you only get thirty minutes free, and there's you go to the you you go to any BTR show, and there's freaking ads everywhere, which is everywhere. serious people with your websites and the ads. Calm down. You're like, yeah, seriously. For real, you know, seriously with the ads on the websites. Chill. But uh, yeah, it's, no, it's I, insane. Yeah, I don't. I, there's one show on BTR that I listen to, and I don't listen to it on BTR. I go over there, I will download the audio real quick, and I'm out. Like I'm not yep. not messing around with BTR anymore. I mean, there's very few shows that I'll even have the uh, what do you call it, the feed for uh, for the uh, streaming for the for the podcasting and stuff. There's like maybe two or three shows uh, that I'll download the podcast, but I would not go to the website directly and just browse around anymore. It just does not happen. Now, Joe Sworn still or Mr. E still has a show over on BTR. He does a Woo. show on there, well, and. He's yeah, still he, over he's there? he's what? sticking to it, man. He's sticking to it. Wow, he he really is. He's a tough uh, he's a tough soldier, and he's a patriot. So he is sticking to his guns, and he's still on BTR. Hey, Rich Giordano is still on BTR, and uh, you know wow. he's also sticking to it. Uh, you know, a lot of folks uh, for whatever reason like that platform. Hey, my hats off to them. That's great. You know, yeah. enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I have no desire to ever no. go back to BTR because, honestly, I had a bad experience over there. It wasn't just, you know, Rich and, and Mystery because at the end of the day, when that stuff was going down, for the most part, people thought I was, like, bitter or pissed or upset at, at some of the stuff that was being created, you know, against me. I was laughing because a lot of the stuff was really funny. Like, a lot yeah. of the shit they were making was yeah, funny as well. Crazy. Yeah, crazy. especially... You know, the only thing I miss about BTR is being able to put callers on hold. That's it. Yes. Every, like literally, yes. that's the only thing that BTR yep. had that was great, where you could screen callers. Everything else you can't do that on Skype. Yeah, yeah you, you can't can do that on Skype. You don't need it. You don't need but it. But I'll tell you what. The, the, you know, there is some stuff they created. They created a cartoon of me, which is hysterical. Uh, you know, my hat's off to him. He, he really worked hard. Uh, I think it was called the uh, Anal Espino or you know Espino. <laughs> is that still up somewhere? I want to go watch it. <laughs> oh, it was so funny! Like I, I was, he was threatening to make a, like an entire season of this crap, and I was like, "Please!" I was like, "Please!" But the love got do it. That'll be so funny. I I would pay to see that. Amazing! Oh my god, that's fantastic. <laughs> so what we're gonna do is we're gonna go on a quick commercial break now, and we're gonna come back in a couple minutes with our guest, Mr. Joe Sworn himself, aka. Mr. E. And uh, we're going to get his side of the story. We're going to talk about his love of ufology because just like us, he also loves the subject. And he had a show called Saucer Heads as well as each visitors. And and uh, he has a lot to say about ufology as well. So stick around. We'll be back here in a couple minutes with our guest. For history of science in 2007. researchers in the world. Exclusive information that cannot be found anywhere else on the planet. Trusted, connected, accurate. The UFOstore.com. Expand your personal library with fast shipping and instant downloadable information from the largest selection of UFO products on the internet by going to the UFOstore.com or call on the 24-hour, 7-day-a-week order line at 541-523-2630. The truth is out there, and the UFOstore.com has it. 
Imagine no longer being tied down to your computer, but having the freedom to take live talk radio with you anywhere you go. TalkStream Live introduces our first ever iPhone application. The talk shows you follow now follow you. And your iPhone is now the fastest and easiest way to stay connected to the best talk radio on the Internet. Listen to live talk shows 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Mobile talk radio from TalkStream Live. Now available in the iTunes App Store. Put a team of professional consultants behind your home or business computer with key information solutions. Providing solutions to your internet and computing needs while keeping you on the cutting edge of technology. Preventative maintenance and networking support. Hardware and custom built computers. Let key information solutions be your personal tech staff for your home or office with affordable hourly, monthly, or annual rates to fit anyone's budget. Call Key Information Solutions now. 954 That's 954-973-3374. Or visit keyinformation.com. Here's a riddle for you. What do the California Gold Rush of the 1850s, secret societies, coded messages, mysterious 19th century flying machines, and an early 20th century outside artist named Charles A.A. Delshaw all have in common? The Secrets of Del Shaw by Dennis Crenshaw and Pete Navarro. Go to www.secretsofdelshaw.com to learn more. Alright everybody, welcome back to Skywatchers Radio right here live on PSN-Radio.com. That's right, we're live on the network. Woo, baby. Like that. Not many, uh, not many can do it live like we can. That's true. That's true. Not they many can do it live. Could. They wish they could, but no, they can't. But we're live and uh, we have our guest on, Mr. Joe Sworn himself, a.k.a. Mr. E, a.k.a. The Toad, a.k.a. my a- new a- best friend. What's up, buddy? There's way too many AKAs going on. <laughs> just me. I'm just. I'm just me. E. Whatever. Mr. E. What are you going to call yourself after Joe Sworn? Really? Because 
What's next? Um, well, actually, I just changed the name of the show, so um, it'll probably stick with Sworn. But instead of a Sworn American Sheepdogs with Joe Sworn, I, I switched it over to uh, Sworn American Patriots. Say, say all the the titles just changed all all through all of the uh, the branding for right, the next right, season. Right. So like that the Facebook group isn't Sworn American Sheepdogs anymore. Sworn American Patriots. Fuck the sheep is what <laughs> I think. So. At at this point, at this point, I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone's on their own, man. Yep. Now, now you were listening to the first uh, segment there uh, that we did. Yeah. Uh, You want to give your uh, two cents there because I kind of briefed over it. I didn't want to go too in depth. Well, first of all, (laughs) Indian giving is just fucking racist and ignorant. Damn it. Okay. You want to start there? See, told you. Yeah. Uh-huh. Out of all the places that you could start, that's yeah. where you start, really. Jackal, that was a real be- beaner move of you to do, dude. Just saying. Well, that, that is pretty <laughs> racist. But yeah. still, I don't understand the racism in beaner. I mean, what, they, they say we're beaners because we like eating well, rice that's, and beans. No, that's because you that's don't just, have... That's delicious. Oh, that's delicious. I, rice and beans is delicious. Okay. I'm proud of that. <laughs> I, I know. I know. So I, so I counter your beaner argument, and I say I enjoy beans and rice. So were you actually born a Trump protester being uh, Hispanic? <laughs> You'd be actually surprised. I'm the only Trump supporter on the show, I believe. He is. Yeah, I think you are. Uh, the other right. guy, I think, might be. And, and Crystal, just so you know, just so you know, yes. all lives matter. Just kidding. So, <laughs> yeah, there's a shit ton of lives that really do not matter. Trust me. Actually, uh, the universe doesn't give a crap about our lives. No yeah. lives matter. That's the truth. Color irrelevant. So, chakra straight. That's what Woo has to say to you. That's it. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Now let me get us in order here. Let's get back to uh, to business here. Uh, you well, know. Okay. So, to your question. Um, well, okay. So Randolph um, and I are from the same neck of the woods. Um, Correct. As you know, we're both uh, from Portland, or at least his uh, when he was broadcast. Asking you for, I believe he was out of um, Portland or Lake Oswego or Westland, Oregon, or something like that, which is somewhere in the neighborhood. Portland. Yeah. Yep, and and I'm from Portland, although uh, I have never had a face to face encounter with Jesse. Uh, we talked about getting coffee, um, which sounds all kinds of weird, man. When two guys are like, "Let's get coffee yeah, together," um, I'm not really much for going out for coffee, but that, that's that was like, Jesse's thing. Yeah, that's and, like uh, the Pulse nightclub. You know, you know. I drink coffee in the morning when I go to work, and then, um, and then that's it. Basically, after my after my evening porn binge, I'm not really into coffee. So I I want to wind down, you know, have that uh, refractory period, eat a salt tab, and uh, and then I, I'm good. So I'd probably have like a soda, maybe a root beer or something with Jesse. Oh my God. Man, you're going to die young. You know that, right? If you keep eating like that oh, for yeah. breakfast. What? <laughs> the porn binges or the... Well, yeah. both. Just combine <laughs> everything. You're, you're not going to last long, my friend. You're going to... I'll, be, no, I'll say something... Oh, I know. I'll yeah. say something nice of your eulogy. Though. I'll be very polite and I'll be nice of your eulogy. Right. right. I will. Yeah. I will. Now, now look, the porn binge extraordinaire. So, Jesse and he I... Finally, um, he finally did something right in life and look where he is now. Go ahead. I mean, other than <laughs> just like chat room... Uh, uh, chat room trolling back and forth um, between Jesse and I. We we never really had any any issues. There was never any. Dr- I, I think that that Jesse. Um, I think that he really had a beef, as you would say, with um, 
Rich Giordano, and because at the time Rich and I, um, we we you know co-hosted uh, many an episode together. We were friends on and off the air. Well, not really off the air so much as when we were off the air. Yeah, I was going to say because for- he's in Arizona, you're in Portland. That's kind of a drive. Yeah. Well, I mean, we would talk, but we would talk about, you know, we would talk in relation to, uh, you know, pr- production notes or whatever for the upcoming shows or, or um, reviewing the past shows or whatever. Right. It was all show related. Um, so, yeah, that, you know, I never noticed anything really controversial about uh, Jesse. Um, Rich, on the other hand, was, uh, it, you know, my experience with Rich was. Uh, uh, on on both sides of the spectrum, I gotta say, um, I had some of the. Uh, hold on, hold on, let's see, I laughed harder during episode, live episodes with Rich. Thus, I enjoyed myself doing episodes with Rich more to this day, more than anyone I've ever done shows with. I've laughed harder with with Rich and 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 I you know I I did the 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 Strange Visitors show um I think I think my my attempt at at being a serious paranormal radio host lasted about a week. Yep. That was the week we knew each other, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it was yep, yep. We were then, friends. That we were actually friends before the beast started. That's... <laughs> then over the next five years, of course, it downward spiraled into completely what ended yeah. up just being a smutty, you know, pop culture show. With my co-hosts weren't even paranormal uh, enthusiasts or, or whatever. It was just a comedy show. Um, this went on. This went on a long time. I mean, I, back when I first started, I was on nightly. Um, and, I, and I did full, full seven days sometimes. And when I say nightly, I mean like, you know, like old coast to coast style, where it's like four to six hours a night. Right, 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 right. Uh, yeah. So, needless to say, that destroyed my marriage. And, um, <laughs> you think? <laughs> and so, uh, I, you know, I don't even, I think, I think Rich had something to do with you, with your and my fighting that started. And I don't know where fucking Benny. Oh, well, and, and, well, that's a different. Oh my God, Davini, That's a different person altogether to bring up. Oh my goodness! I gotta say this. I gotta say this straight up. Let me make. Let me make a psychic prediction. Oh boy, Davini is exactly the same little fucking twerp he was back then, right now. Yeah, but he. I know right now he is somewhere being Davini. Whereas, you know, I mean, I, I, I just, I mean, correct, jump in and correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, I just kind of predict that about him man can probably say the same thing about rich those two both seem like they were kind of they were kind of developed as their own little personal uh you know i'll say say this much i haven't talked to divinity in in a few years now a couple of years at least two or three years i talked to rich uh not long ago you know rich and i uh we're cool i have no beef with rich whatsoever i I love rich he's a a good guy um, you know, he's been on the show here with us, and uh, we've had a great time when he's been on. He actually he's was great. on. It, it, this is funny. I don't know if you know this uh, or not, but he was on Feature Theater with Bill Burns and Nancy Burns, 
And that was exciting because you know what he said about Bill Burns once before uh, on you know that famous uh, who's gay in ufology, and uh, he kind of went at Bill Burns a little hard. That was an interesting conversation when he went on the air and apologized to Bill Burns. But uh, Rich hmm. has come a long way from those days. Also, we all have come a long way from those. those Rich crazy is a, Rich is a comic. Days. Uh, just like he me. is. He's, he's, we're all comedians, the three of us. That's what we, we do, man. We're I, all like, I, we like by no means a, a an experiencer or a researcher or a ufologist right I, 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 I'm, an, I'm, an, I'm a comic entertainer and but, I'm still a comic entertainer but um, but but you do have a passion for ufology because you do know your shit I do, man. I yeah. do. it's very interesting and I've always been interested in it and, and it dates back to and I've talked about this maybe even on, on, on your show back in the day that uh-huh. uh, it was you know it, it all stems from insomnia pre-internet pre-smartphones you know uh-huh. um Back when I used to, uh, you know, not be able to sleep at night, and I listened to Art Bell every single night, and and I'm a you know science thinker. I'm fascinated with science fiction, and I'm a believer in um, extraterrestrial life. There, you know, you know, in the past, um, in the future, now, you know, where it is, where where where. Um, where the universe teems with life versus like what we have here in our neck of the woods, which is relatively quiet as I can imagine. Um, I don't know. You know, I'm not, I'm not subscribing to, um, any of the known theories about extraterrestrial. So you mean you don't have the answers? Well, I'm just saying that there's some people out there that are pushing some pretty, they they got some pretty, pretty serious passion behind their personal theories and their personal beliefs. Personally, um, Almost every paranormal experiencer that I've ha- I have interacted with, aside from Travis Walton, mm-hmm. um, seems to be kind of batshit crazy. But that's yeah. just you know, may- maybe experiencing UFOs makes you batshit crazy, and it's a it's, it's not a cause and effect type thing as far as that these are crazy people making. Um, claims that that aren't true, um, mm-hmm. but there is one uniting factor between them all, and that is. Um, there is some uh, craziness. Now, oh, craziness uh, has a big spectrum. That could just be somebody that flies off off the handle with anger and rage, or, or just you know, like the other guy, vanish, vanish every once in a while. Uh, chicks too, man. Um, lots no, no, of, no, lots no. Of the other, when I say the other guy, I mean the other co-host here on the show. He's not on right now, but oh. yeah, he's when, only when you talk about Mars. Rage. Only when you disagree with his Mars theories does he get yes. really mad. That oh, or oh, the fact that you don't need an AK-47, then he gets upset. Yes. Violently. <laughs> he's pretty chill. <laughs> but other than that, he's cool. An AK-47, because fortunately you can get an SKS for, you know, about 350 bucks, and they they look and act exactly like an AK-47. Uh, well, there you go, gun laws. Ha. Yeah, the, the other guy probably has one of those. I wouldn't be surprised. I have one. I have one above my kitchen sink. It's loaded right now. The thirty-round clip in it. Very I nice. just said clip just to fuck with you. <laughs> Gun enthusiasts don't like the word clip. No, okay. it's too close to other words. Never mind. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't even know what that meant. No, but, no well, I'll, I'll say it's, it's a it's a female part. A magazine. Think about this. It's a, yeah, think about it. it's a female part. Oh yeah. See what I'm saying? Okay. Right. Uh huh. Clip. Cl- anyway, anyway. It's a bean that gets flicked. That's right. <laughs> it crystal company excluded. No, I, I, yeah. 
You just got one. You know that thing you lean into the dryer or the, the spin cycle? Yeah, there might be other reasons you got divorced. I'm just going to throw that out there. Yes, I, I, I'm starting to think you're right on that, Chris. I'm trying to believe. There are other um, you know, there were other substances there might at have work. other factors involved in Yeah, that. other factors at work here that got the divorce papers uh, handed to you, my friend. Now, now you've come a long way yourself in your love life as well. You recently had a, a child uh, not long ago. You're, you're you know, yeah. you're happily well, uh, married. Yeah, half, going to be four in November. So it's been a few years. I'm just saying, but you're you're you definitely come a long way because when I knew you, man, you were definitely going through some personal troubles, especially at the end there. And one thing I got to say, look, internet beef aside, uh, when everything went down, you know, and uh, it was time to stop, I got to give it up to you. You, you like, you just stopped. And we all kind of just like stopped because we realized, I guess, it was getting like too stupid and too ridiculous. But somehow, well, I, deep- the, the truth of the matter is, is, I never really cared. And uh, well, and, wait, so you stopped. And I, well, yeah. No, no, I, I should say I never really cared what people thought about me. Oh, um, well, I wasn't going. My pride wouldn't let me l- let it go when when there was, you know, I mean, it was a matter of punch and counter punch. But um, I was in hard too, wasn't it, I? Huh. I, I mean, at the time, I was I was really getting into that Linda chick. Yes, you were. And yeah, and so that that whole thing, you know, kind of, you know, whatever. And then the comedy just took over, and 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 a lot of a lot of reality was happening in the world to talk about at the time, um, which led me to my to my new show and my new format and all that. Frankly, um, you know, I was I was getting more into that. Uh, um, you know, I was, I was I was drifting more to the right. At, I guess politically, um, rather than than right down the center, and um, I was I was getting uh, you know there, there's more hate welling up inside me for sure, um, it, it, you know as far as uh, well we know how you feel about uh, Latinos about what Latinos afterward happened earlier yeah you fucking irritating <laughs> but you know that's okay it's just that that thick accent I can't get past it's just fucking so irritating. He's but, just uh, mad because uh, we got that sexy Spanish accent that yeah, ladies you love. It's haters. Yeah, yeah. Hate us because they ain't us. That's, that's what it exactly is. what it is. Exactly what it is. <laughs> I don't have a problem with with, with all Hispanics. Nah, um, just Cubans, Mexicans, Puerto Ricans. I feel like Mr. <laughs> is somebody who hates everybody equally. Okay, but because there are like a thousand listeners, maybe not a thousand, but whatever. Tell me, sir, how did the beef start? What happened? Come on, it was me. on one of oh, it was Rich's show. It was Rich's show, and and it was I, I think I think that <laughs> I, I just told I think honestly it was that we were all talking at once, and I told Jackal to shut up. No, no, that's not how it went. No, 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 no. Okay. Uh, in fact, it's still archived. I'm sure on Rich's uh, page. What happened was me and uh, and uh, Rich had got into like an argument. Uh, that day, and it was kind of a silly thing. It was because uh, the night before, him and Jesse had made up on a chat. And for whatever reason, Rich thought that that was a lie, that it wasn't really Jesse, that it was somebody else, and that, he was, that I was messing with him. Which, which, yeah, which wasn't true. That really was Jesse, and he really had squashed the beef with him. And the next day, he goes on his air saying that, you know, friends that are friends and friends that are enemies, and yada, yada, who can you trust, you cannot trust. And then he names me as a person he can't trust because he thinks that I lied to him, that I orchestrated this whole big thing. And we come to uh, to find out that he's going to do a show about outing friends that are not real friends. So me and he are like, dude, let's listen into the show together, you know? So we go on his show and we That's start right. actually. We called we called into his show. We stayed muted, listening to Rich go off no, while we were Rich live Jack, on both shows. Out of detail, 
we were broadcasting on my right, channel. Just, I was, that's what I was going to say. We were broadcasting on your channel. Simulcasting his live. shit, but adding our right. commentary during it. Right. So every time he would say something, we'd be like, "This guy's crazy." Like we just make little wisecracks, you know, here and there. And then you're talking about a little dog and a psychic reading or something, or some fucking it, dog. Yeah, it was something stupid like that. But anyway, yeah. then he then Rich actually gets us on the air, and he's like, "Oh, it's Jackal and and E and." You know, he starts talking to us, and he starts putting me down, and I'm like, dude, I really had no idea you felt like this. Like, honestly, that was Jesse. Like, I, I was completely dumbfounded. And then somehow, like, I was like, I felt like I was got sucker punched. Like, somebody just came from like the side, just like blinded me and gave me one good shot to the face because I hear Mister E going, "Yeah, no, Rich is right, man. You're kind of an ass," or some along those lines. No, no, no. I told you to shut up. No, it, it wasn't was shut up. No, it wasn't um, shut up. It wasn't shut up. You said something was, else. Like er, everyone was like, talking. You know, like they, you, 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 you said something like, "Oh no, Rich is right about you" or something like that. And I was like, "What? No, what are you talking about?" I wasn't. I, I can tell. I can. I can tell you that 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 it never. It, it wasn't like there were sides and I was switching sides or anything like that. It was. It was more or less like I, I thought if what you know. I, I don't fucking. I, I, I remember being a <laughs> high. Um, Look, it's it, been six it, years, it, so I'm sure the it, memory is it's gonna be all there. But I mean, well, shit, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I was smoking weed during that era or not. I was. I don't fucking know. And I remember, <laughs> and I was. Was I high? That's hilarious. I don't know, maybe. You but guys started thing, beef over some dumb shit. That's what I. It, no, it was completely oh, the yeah. dumbest oh, no, thing. No, no, no. Ever. That's, and that's the, often the case. Yeah. What starts? Yes. It, I mean, by the time it, you know, it starts off on DefCon One, but yes. it, it, it accelerates <laughs> to like five real quick with with different other you know antics and yeah, whatever started the war. I mean, it went from you know spit wads to nukes pretty freaking quick. <laughs> yeah, pretty quick. Yeah, like a week later. Yeah. And stuff. Now, mind you, I was injured in a car accident in uh, two thousand. Nine, so I had a lot of time on my hands because I was <laughs> I was very mobile at the time, and I was literally at home just uh, trying to recuperate, and, and I was doing the radio stuff from home to like pass the time. So when this whole be started, I wasn't even able to walk properly, and I'm like, ah, screw it, I'm gonna just get engaged in some internet beef. Why not? I, I got time to kill. I'm depressed. <laughs> they call it, they call I got time to kill. Nowadays, I might not ever walk again. I don't know what the hell's gonna happen with my legs. They're like spaghetti. Uh, the, these things they're just wiggling there. So who knows? This might be my last. Hurrah! Hell, I'm gonna go all out, and and we went all out. We just and slowly, when I started getting my composure, and I started, you know, being mobile, and I bought another car, I was able to walk, and everything was good. And you know, now I'm getting my strength back in my legs, and then I was like, you know, this is really retarded, like what we've been putting ourselves through over the last two years. And then it just it hit me, and I was like, you know what? I don't want Vinny, to like, do this. I don't anymore. know how he, he how he ended up uh, in the mix. If Vinny was involved in anything, any time that there was a beat on BTR, Vinny <laughs> somehow in got into yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I swear yeah. to God, I, I don't think well, so, ever listened to his show, but every oh, I, time I heard that somebody was, beating, I got to admit though, in the next breath they'd say, "Davini." I got to well, admit okay, though. So let's let's get the listeners. Let's let's put put stuff into perspective for the listeners here. When we're talking about on BTR, okay, so what BTR is now? I can't imagine anybody uses it. For any other reasons other than a quick, easy, cheap recording platform to uh, go live with your podcast and then archive it over to iTunes. Um, On on my, for instance, my broadcast, I don't even, I don't, I don't even pay attention to how many live listeners I have. It's not, you know, it it fluctuates so much. Sometimes it's a lot. Sometimes it's hardly any. But, but no matter what broadcast I do, by the next morning, there's tens of thousands of downloads off of. iTunes. So I don't even think of BTR as anything other than a recording platform. Back in the day, BTR was a freaking social network. 
No doubt about it. It was social media. Facebook wasn't yeah. even that big back then right. if it even existed. And, yep. I mean, MySpace might have been at its peak, but that was always a, kind of a music type thing. Yep. BTR had a live community of people that um, I quickly learned. It really, you know, some of them, particularly <laughs> in the paranormal genre, um, it didn't Crazy. matter uh, who... Who was broadcasting? This whole group would just go hang out in the chat room of whatever was on, and this was a pretty good sized group, and it influenced some of the things like how hosts fought amongst themselves, or jockeyed for time slots, or uh, you know wanted the people to tune into their shit, and so that then and that and that in combination with there really not being that many celebrity guests that you can get i mean once you've burnt through um once you've had uh stanton friedman on your show for the 25th time talking about the same books um and you know once you've had uh you know it, you know who i never had was sukalov have you ever have you had sukalov yet oh no no tukaloos tukaloos George Tukulus? No, we we, we haven't had him on. Yeah, the hairdo, yeah. Actually, we have not had him on, but uh, he will probably eventually be on the show. Yeah, I think so. You you got to go with the ancient aliens. uh, Yeah, the the thing is, I'm not a big fan or supporter of the whole ancient aliens uh, show. Not the theory, but the show. There's a lot of stuff on the show which, uh, well, let's just say they they make stuff up for real. Well, yeah, yeah, you got it. You got to do that. You got to do that because you, unfortunately, you know, unfortunately, they do. Yeah, and, and yeah, I'm not a fan of doing that. You have to. You have to do that. You have to do that with any show, um, like uh, along the lines of like what I what my audience now is would fall along the lines of like uh, a doomsday preppers show, um, where you have your gun enthusiasts and all that. But you can't just go you know week after week after week, episode after episode after episode about prepping. So what they do with the show is they find people that are prepping for a specific doomsday scenario. A tidal wave, an earthquake, an EMP, global meltdown, whatever. And you've got these guys that, that seem to be so dedicated. And I know a lot of preppers. Um, preppers is actually what you call them if, if you don't know. Um, uh, and As long as it's not a fluffer, you're, you're okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yep, yep. So uh, you think they're still fl- fluffers? You think they still... I probably, yeah, I probably do. I think this is probably, uh, that's probably a thriving business right now. Is porn industry. still like a, a business? <laughs> like movies, porn movies? You know what? That's a good, that's a good question. I haven't re- really watched porn in many years, so to be honest, but with, uh, how easy it is to fire. get. No, I haven't seen it in a long time, at least two days. I mean, that's a long time. That is a long time. But, okay, so, like now, it's. I know you, it's like two minutes, but me, it's two days, man. Anyway, go on. Two minutes. Are we talking about since I've used porn or the average length of the porn show that I watch? <laughs> Which says a lot. Because <laughs> oh, it, yeah. you know, it takes about I mean, 30 seconds to prep yourself, 10 seconds to get you. First, first of all, my old lady is super hot, but that has not slowed my porn binging down at all. And it's just an itch that's got to be scratched every once in a while. You feel me, right, Crystal? <laughs> okay, so. 
I was expecting him to say angel, but yeah, go ahead. To be real with y'all, I prefer to read my porn because I find watching porn just doesn't do it for me because it's stupid. I don't, I don't understand what you guys find. She looks bored or she looks fake. Nobody likes suck on your dick that much. Just let's be real. Hold on, when you say, when you say read your porn. porn, I can't stand. Uh, yeah, I, that's that's not my, you know, my like. Don't you know, so I have a real I, every now and then I do like to watch porn, but the problem is it takes me like two hours to find a video that I can actually use my vibrator to. I'm just gonna be real with you, so I read it. Literalica.com is the bomb, guys. It's a great site. Two hours of surfing before the vibrator comes out. That's that's See? that's commitment to uh-huh. that's commitment you know, to night out. You know, sometimes you're laying in bed, you're watching Netflix, you're like, you know, fuck it, let's watch some porn. You know what I'm saying? Or chatterbait.com, whichever. Well, yeah. See, I like the cam girls. <laughs> I like to go on where that's chat. That's chatyourbeat.com. That's what that is, cam girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. You know, you, you know, you. Thing Man, is, the show is taking a is, turn for the I'm worst. too cheap. I, I, I'm like the guy in the second row at the titty bar who doesn't put <laughs> one and just kicks back over the other guy's shoulder. So I don't. Drinking I, you water know, all night. Cam, it's free. Yeah. These, <laughs> these cam girl sites. Um, there's these these tokens that you can buy usually, and then of course you tip. The ladies with tokens, and that's how you get them to show their feet. The UFO Store Catalog, the UFOStore.com, the largest selection of UFO products on the Internet. The George Rodriguez Show. Who? I said the George Rodriguez Show. You don't know George Rodriguez? Wasn't he the guy that filled in for Neil Rogers? Yes, that George Rodriguez. What's he like? Oh, he's a short little Cuban fella. Kind of funny looking. Well, when's he on? 12 to 3, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on SoFloRadio.com and SoFloRadio.net. The George Rodriguez Show is much more than adequate. Put a team of professional consultants behind your home or business computer with key information solutions. Providing solutions to your internet and computing needs while keeping you on the cutting edge of technology. Preventative maintenance and networking support. Hardware and custom built computers. Let key information solutions be your personal tech staff for your home or office with affordable hourly, monthly, or annual rates to fit anyone's budget. Call Key Information Solutions now. 954-973-3374. That's 954-973-3374. Or visit keyinformation.com. Look up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. No, it's supermanhomepage.com, the number one Superman fan site in the world. Supermanhomepage.com, covering the world of Superman from the 1930s to today. News, reviews, rumors, and reports. Supermanhomepage.com for all your Superman comics, TV shows, movies, cartoons, radio shows, and more. Everything you ever wanted to know about the Man of Steel and more. Supermanhomepage.com Here's a riddle for you. What do the California Gold Rush of the 1850s, secret societies, coded messages, mysterious 19th century flying machines, and an early 20th century outside artist named Charles A.A. Delshaw all have in common? The Secrets of Delshaw by Dennis Crenshaw and Pete Navarro. Go to www.secretsofdelshaw.com to learn more. All right, welcome back to All Technical Problem. 
Wednesday here on Skywatchers Radio. We're back live. We got Mr. E on the line, and we got abductee Nathan on the line who called in last week, and he's back on this week. And uh, Nathan, you and Mr. E go, uh, go back here a little bit, don't you? I don't yes, know. Yes, I do. Yeah? Nathan? Uh-huh. Yes. You know me? Oh, yeah. No, I don't believe so. Okay. <laughs> Jack was like egging him on, and they're like, "Wait, what? what? Come on, man! I was, I was hoping you like." But I'm, get, I'm going to. Let's put it that way. Oh. <laughs> well, who did you have number three? No, seriously, who did you have on your show? Was abductee something? You don't remember? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, was it a Nathan also? Abductee Adam. Adam, that's what it was. Whatever it's happened, a high to that guy? pitch voice, but the dude is like a three hundred pound Samoan. <laughs> Nice. I'm not even kidding. Three and three hundred pounds might be light. I mean, he's got like full on tribal tattoos, mohawk, long hair, but nice. he comes Whatever. in the air. And he, no offense, kind of sounds like Nathan over there. It's kind of frail. <laughs> so, and, Nathan, the question is: Are you Samoan? No, I'm not. Okay, there you I'm go. I'm fifty-seven. I'm mostly uh, Spanish, Dutch, German, Russian, English. Ah, so you're human. Yeah, there you go. Yes, that's where we all are. <laughs> Spanish. Somebody asked me. Uh, Spanish, Spanish people. Somebody asked me once, "Are you high?" And I'm like, "No, I got a little Chinese in my blood," which was actually a lie. I was high, but my eyes were a little pretty. <laughs> I didn't want to admit it back then, so I was like, "No, no, I got Chinese in me. I'm a mutt." Little Chinese. Chinese. <laughs> Getting highest line. Yeah, it's an AIDS. Beautiful thing. It's a beautiful oh, thing, man. It's a beautiful thing. Uh, now, you were listening to the show, Nathan. Uh, you have anything to chime into what we were talking about here since you called in? Well, well, yeah. I I'm mean, pretty sure you called in for a reason. It was just to say hi to us. I mean, it's know? mostly been about porn, so, I mean, uh, yes. what would you like to you know, know about it? No, just kidding. Um, no, <laughs> he not only has he be been abducted, he's a no. porn expert. Do you go with when you chick, when you go by categories, abductee Nathan? Uh, what kind of categories do I go under? Yeah, what yeah. genre do you choose? <laughs> I know where you're going with that. It's, That's messed up, man. It's kind of, to be honest with you, it's kind of like having lunch. It's like, what do you want to have to eat that day? It's, yeah. it's hard to say. Okay, all right. So, all right. Uh, I like the cut of your jib. So, um, what was your most recent category that you uh, dabbled with while porn hubbing? Probably a writing compilation. That's always fun. The compilations are good. Because if you're like Crystal and it takes you two hours to get the dildo out, then you... Well, I don't think she said it took her two hours to get the dildo out. I mean, that would be a massively heavy dildo if it took two hours to get it out <laughs> and so drag it. I don't know what kind of I don't know what kind of uh, dildo she has. I'm not trying to speak for the lady, but I, I think it was more like she was looking for something exciting and to get her, you know, going, uh, so to speak. And it takes a little time sometimes. I understand until I understand. the dildo. Oh. No, no offense to Crystal. It takes me a while to do the foot fetishes. I, I, take, I get it, Crystal. I get it. Go ahead, but the I mean, compilations, no are, compilations are good because you can pick your fetish, which really boils down to usually, you know, not much more than a few seconds of video. Um, right, right, that, right. I mean, if you're into gaping, for you, like I am. But yeah. um, it, you know, it, it, but if you, can, you if you want to watch a gaping squirter compilation, you can watch five minutes of gaped squirters. <laughs> That's what, that's where the that's where the compilation the beauty of compilations comes in. So I can tell that Folks, Nathan knows. Here is it, it, he, he's not fronting. He he gave a a very truthful answer there that his last endeavor was into a compilation. Good job, good job of not lying, you get, up, Nathan. You get, get your fix, and then there you go. 
You know, but really, uh, my maybe my uh, topic for discussion is if, if you guys, I know you guys are into ufology and wanting to get more answers to to what's out there and what's going on because the community is so mixed around uh, in their way of thinking and presenting information. But probably the biggest discussion that will come about here in the next little while is more towards consciousness, and that's what kind of I was talking about last time. And, well, Nathan, uh, Nathan, we got to stop you right there because you are going to be uh, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. The reason I'm going to stop you is because you got you got to keep that right there. That one, yeah. Keep it bottled up inside because we're going to have you live on the show as a guest. Remember, right now yeah. this is Mr. E's time as a guest, but you're no. going to be on with us. You're going to be on with it, us as a guest uh, in, a, in a couple of weeks here, and uh, I want. All this. To be I, I am woo woo, Nathan. So we will we will have this discussion about consciousness and UFOs. I am very interested to have this oh. conversation with you. Uh, Mr. E will probably pull his eyeballs out if we try to have this discussion right now. I feel that consciousness oh, okay. and UFOs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, probably. maybe one question See? that I have See? for you before I leave, <laughs> and I'll wait for you guys to uh, give me a call, but. Uh, Maybe tell me about your guys' experience on, on the matter at hand and what your thoughts are. Well, then, um, I'll go first since uh, I talked first and I intro the show. Uh, my uh, experience, I, as a kid, I saw a UFO out in California. I was uh, uh, hanging out outside the yard playing with some friends, and I saw a UFO in the sky. Shot out. It was like literally like sitting there, and then just shot straight up and disappeared. Uh, that freaked me out. I didn't think it was anything alien at the time. I thought it was maybe some, you know, weird experimental plane because I was into, like, aircrafts and all kinds of stuff when I was a kid. So I thought maybe it was something like that that we just didn't know about. And I ran into the house, told my parents. They told me to stop lying and told me to get my, go to my room. And I'm grounded for lying. And I'm like, I'm not lying. I really saw some crazy stuff. And, and you know, they didn't believe me. Then years later when we moved to Florida, uh, I had an experience in my in my dad's room, actually. We were watching a Spanish TV show. And outside there was a light dancing around in the sky, and I and I tapped my dad in the arm. I was like, "Look, look, look!" And he turned around, and looked at it, and it was literally there for a little bit, and then it disappeared also. And uh, that's my two experiences in uh, in the world of ufology. Wow! Oh, neat. Crystal, I have not had any. I'm very disappointed. She's a ufology I ain't seen person. shit either. Yeah, See? I haven't. I wish. Like I'm, I'm with, I'm with Jackal. Like I would love to. <laughs> I'll walk right up and be like, "Yo, what's up?" But I haven't. Uh, I'm dying. Like I, I've had those two minor things happen, but it's not enough. I, I'm dying. I'm like, you know, people say, "Oh, uh, you know, don't don't wish to be abducted. It's such a horrible thing." You know what? No, it, it is from your perspective because you were scared of the situation and you were taken by force because you probably resisted. I'm here for them. They can knock on my window. They don't have to like zap me or knock me out. I'll walk outside. Let me lock my door at least, guys. You know, I'll lock my door. I'll go outside. We'll go have a beer or two. I look. I'll show the aliens some porn if they want. You don't have to like suck me up to your ship. Throw me a rope ladder. I'll climb up for you, man. I'm here for your entertainment. Little gray guys well, or whatever. You I'm guys are in for a treat in two weeks, man, because I'm going to help enlighten you guys out quite a bit and give you more opportunity. If you make it so I can have that experience, I will thank you forever. You'll have a seat well, within my throne will. next to me, my friend, forever. You will. I will perspective on a lot of things. <laughs> I don't think you. I don't think you want that seat next to my throne, though, because I'm talking about the bathroom throne, and it gets kind of smelly mm-hmm. in there. No, no, no. <laughs> it's a good area for conversation, right? <laughs> it is, though. It is. <laughs> really, that's my quiet time. I don't. I don't like anybody bothering me during that time. 
Yeah, no. We're checking the That's my reading time. Mister E. Yeah. Nothing, right? Well, I I don't know. I think if I met a bunch of aliens, there'd just be more people that I'd hate. <laughs> they'd just really boil down and they'd bug me one way or another. They'd bug me. I'd I'd meet the one retarded one or something, and it'd just be like, ah, okay, this is all just shit. <laughs> there is no god. We came from apes. This is all shit. <laughs> Obviously, though, know, I still hear a little speck of uh, wanting to know something about it. And... Well, I'd like to say that I saw. Yeah, yeah I'd, I'd like to. I, I, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd be very interested in their technology. I'd be very interested in their plan. Um, uh, you know, the, the, their, their origins for uh, you know being out here in this part of the Milky Way. I have no. I, I can't really. I can't really fathom any reason why they would. They would purposely come here um there shouldn't really be anything here that uh that isn't abundant elsewhere um i mean it would seem more like this was more like a zoo uh primitive zoo to to you know basically okay so they they would be they would have to be coming from outside of our system our solar system there's no natural resource here on earth that they could possibly need that they wouldn't have to pass huge uh, abundances of to get here. If it was gold, water, gold, necessarily. water, anything on the periodic yeah. table is floating all around the uh, true the but, Kuiper belt. But, so but, they would have but, to. They would li- the but, Kuiper belt. But 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 oh, yeah. people say they come here because they want to know about our soul. They don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> they don't give a fuck. <laughs> they want to know what makes us tick. What makes us so different from them? Well, maybe I can give you guys I, some insight into it. It would be like an amusement park where they just want to come down here um, and and wear our skins like the bug in Men in Black, or um, you know, the hunt us like in Predator or whatever, or to do scientific experiments. But I, I still, I just, I think that it would have to be. Something like while they were passing by, they might as well pop in here for you know something or other. Um, oh, I, he's a, he, well, you got to figure. Okay, so so you're you're tooling around no matter what. If you're if mm-hmm. you're using multi-dimensional uh, uh, travel or gravity-defying travel or whatever, if you're using technology, drives, technology will, which by the way, NASA just recently said that they're actually developing a warp drive that'll go faster than the speed of light. That's something okay, they're so working on. There you go. Once we start using that warp drive, occasionally, yep. every once in a while, your shit's going to break down because that's what technology does. True. So, well, it's, um, our, it's already like harnessed the... right now. Huh? It's already harnessed right now through free energy. I had a feeling. If, well, I mean, you're if, talking about if, it's zero point energy, talk, is what you're talking about. You're talking about a commercialized industry that's only going to release so much information to the public at a slow pace. You know, this is part of disclosure. I mean, you're going to look at technologies now that are going to be obsolete here in the next 10 years that are going to change the way of energy forming through the zero-point field. And that's how extraterrestrials travel. It's transdimensional through all different types of dimensions. And that's the only way that an advanced civilization would be able to travel amongst the universe in order to better understand and do what they do. 
they're probably so disappointed in Earth. They're like, what you the think? That kind of planet is this? <laughs> yeah, exactly. like, no, here, here's the thing. Here, here's the thing, guys. No, here, here's, here's the thing, and this is my honest opinion on, on the subject. I think, yeah, we've probably been visited a few times in the past from extraterrestrials outside of our solar system, maybe outside our galaxy somewhere else, maybe within our galaxy a few star systems away. Uh, I think that's probably happened maybe by accident. They've passed by and said, hey, let's go uh, take a crap in that planet there. We need to... Sure. Fuel and stop our stuff. Totally that, hold on, hold on. Right. That, might, that might have happened for whatever you know, whatever reason. I don't think they're coming here and interacting with us on a daily basis because they just are you know experimenting Rept- with us. Reptilians, but, but I will say, but I will, yeah, I don't believe I don't believe any of that, David. I crap. But here, here huh. I do think this. I will, and I will say this. I do think there's a lot to look. Uh, there's a lot of evidence. Uh, that points to not only that these uh, crafts that people are seeing are coming from within the Earth, but that they probably are our own technologies oh, yeah. from maybe thousands of years in the past, maybe millions of years from civilizations that were here before modern civilization. They were smart and didn't suck. Right, and they did, they did yeah. not disappear. Maybe they went underground after the disaster that took away the dinosaurs. Maybe the dinosaurs had back then also a population of uh, people like beings that were smart, and they went underground and they survived and they created technologies. Not only that, I don't believe NASA when they tell me that there's no life in the solar system. I don't believe that. I think there's probably life on Mars, probably life on, on, life on Europa. Yes, I'm telling you right now, I don't believe that NASA is telling the truth. I think there's bases on the moon. I think we went to the moon, we found some shit, and they told us, hey, don't come back. So we faked all the footage. All that shit is shot at a soundstage. I mean, I believe that. But I do think we went to the moon and found stuff up there, and we were told not to go back. I do think there's stuff going on on Mars that is life, that is actual intelligence on Mars. I think a lot of it is underground. I think a lot of uh, what we're going to find is that there's intelligent life probably all over our solar system, but it is living underground inside of the, those planets, not on the surface. We might be the only planet that actually harbors surface life, and that is what makes us unique because our planet is, is uh, it's able to do that because we're in the Goldilocks zone or whatever the reason is, we're able to do that on this solar system. But look, we found billions of planets out there and hundreds of thousands of Earth-like planets already, uh, circling different star systems. So life is teeming all over the cosmos. Forget the Drake equation. There's life everywhere. It's infinite, right? That's what we think space is. It's, if it's infinite, then there's got to be life everywhere. That's just, it's an, an abundance. But, you know, and I'm, I'm with you, Mr. E, uh, Joe Sworn. I'm with you when you say that, you know, we're not that special for them to come here all the time, because that's true. We really aren't that special. It's like, a, a, you know, a bunch of, like, us going into the backyard and, and trying to have a conversation with an anthill. It's not going to go very well. You know, it's, it really well, it you isn't. You think that, okay, so I'm going to be language. the alien that, that comes by Earth. Okay. Oh, man, I got I got to call base. Hold on a second. Um, yeah, this is Earthbound yep. Alien calling yep. base. Are you there? Base coming uh, base in. Base is here. Yep, base. Hey, okay. I'm here. Yep. Hi. Uh, all right, hey, base... Can't we just kill them? I mean, can't look look what they're doing out here. Let's just kill them. No, negative. You gotta first get it approved, and through the council, we have to pass the ordinance and the laws. You read me? Ah, fuck it. Uh, let's let's. Okay, radio's breaking up. Okay, guys, let's just go down and probe some fuckers. Let's just go. Peace out. Go probe. <laughs> right, uh, we're here. We might as well mutilate some cattle. Fuck it. Do a crop circle. Yeah. Probe some fuckers. Exactly. Let's go. Let's do it. Let's just get out of here. Gotta figure there's honestly, gotta be gay aliens. Well, well, let's ask Rich about that. He probably knows. He's, I think he's researched the subject plenty. You think that they're, that they're so common that they just call them galians? Maybe. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not touching now with a 20-foot pole. Or 
What that, just happened? That's amazing. I don't know, but anyway, like I was. Uh, let's get back on track here. Uh, aliens, yeah, aliens. Look, we've been on track. Yeah, <laughs> no, the show has been completely off track. That shit, crazy people. You guys remember John? Whatever. I don't want to say his last name on the air. I think he used to go by Paranormal Fifty One. Oh yeah, actually, uh, I talked to him on Facebook every once in a while. Yeah, Nathan kind of aside from the batshit crazy stuff coming from Paranormal Fifty One, Nathan kind of you know I was thinking is that him right there? Anyway, so no, in the last, him, you must him, have you must have told uh, Paranormal Fifty One that uh, I was going to be on your show or something because he totally stalked my Joe Sworn page. Um, it was like last night or something, and I mean, fucking dude, I got so many notifications. It was like he liked and com- and had some sort of comment on everything, and I mean, he you got to understand how far to the right these conservative people are in the patriot community. He's sitting there going off with this pro Hillary Clinton shit, and I'm just like, okay, I'm just gonna let I'm gonna sit back and see what happens with this. I don't even know, and it's like, wow. Uh, that's going to be fun to watch. Oh, yeah, Nathan, by the way, before we let you go, who you're voting for, uh, Trump or Hillary? Uh, neither. There smart you go. Smart man. You're a smart man right there. Dog, that, that ladies and gentlemen, is Nathan. He's a genius. Nathan's I a vote genius. for the person that's going to do for the people. That's okay. not none well, of them. Nathan, when that guy shows up, I'll vote for him, too. Yeah, exactly. When he shows up or her or whoever. I'll yeah, whatever. There you go. We'll Nathan, uh, we're going to talk to you again in a couple weeks when we have you on as a guest. Cool? Awesome. Yes, absolutely. I'll be more than happy to enlighten you guys. Maybe Mr. E can listen in and I can help make him yeah. understand maybe a little bit more spectrum of, of the topic. The consciousness part? Oh, yeah. The really whole spectrum. open your mind up and say, you know what, There's you got to think, yes, they do their own thing, but at the same time, if you want to make contact, you got to do it in a way that is worth their time coming down to invest in you. So that's a big difference. I get that with that. All right. It's going to be a yeah, fresh show. There you go. But, Nathan, thank you for yeah. calling in, my friend, and uh, we're going to talk right. uh, off good air time. and yeah. uh, book the show. Good man. Okay. You guys have a good one. Take care, buddy. Okay. Bye. See you. Guys, if anybody else wants to join in on the fun here and call in, 786-245-8127 is the call-in number. Again, that's 786-245-8127. Also, you can look us up on PSN Radio on Skype. If you want to Skype in, just look up PSN Radio and join in. Skype us. We'll add you as a friend and uh, join the conversation. And, uh, you know, I talked to I talked to Jesse today. By the way, uh, Joe, I talked to Jesse today, and I told him you were going to be on, and he was loving the idea. Good. Like I said, I don't. Him and I never had any uh, any personal problems at all. We've yeah. talked. We've talked very rarely and periodically. Uh, Jesse's a good guy. Just look at the end of the day, uh, all of you guys are good guys, and you know, in your own ways, and we all have our own faults and our own, you know, ways of being and stuff. You just gotta get to know people to understand each other. But you, Rich, Jesse, you know, Alejandro, you know, you guys are all good people, and and it's it was silly what happened back then, but it's good to see that we've all kind of like evolved and moved on and stuff, and and uh, <clears throat> you know, we're all in a different well, place now. Before before we go any further off of the. The political question that you asked Abductee Nathan, a.k.a. Uh-huh. the Naked Cowboy. <laughs> yeah. um, I want to encourage all listeners to, as they as they get to to understand politics in this election season, um, understand that the single most important, and, and I cannot stress this enough, the single most important element of this election 
is that have been one fifteen. Is the no? okay. the Supreme Court, and oh, okay. yeah. whoever gets elected is going to um, that right now. There's a there's a, a, a balance between conservative and um, liberal s- judges, and uh, whoever gets elected is going to appoint the the next um, the next judges. Um, there's probably going to be, you know, a, a, you know, someone else retiring or maybe even a death. Clarence, like we saw. Uh, I think didn't Clarence Thomas uh, say he was going to retire? See, that's just what I'm talking about. Yep, yep. So it's not about it's not about Benghazi or emails or a fucking Mexican wall or. But he's going to make the Mexicans pay for the wall. That's I'm all for a, that. It's going to be a great wall. wall. I'm on the Trump the train, by the way. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you right now. It stands right now if, you know, I'm voting Trump um, for several for several reasons. First of all, I like him. Second of all, um, the whole Clinton, um, you know, she is just like, like they say, crooked, crooked, crooked. But anyways, um, aside from that, because it is a very polarizing election um people are um they're very very serious about uh their candidate and all i can say and all i can encourage people is is you know follow your heart um do your research and look and think about the consequences the 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 consequences that will go well beyond a four-year or even a second term eight-year um, period that one president's going to sit there that these judges are going to be sitting there and um, if you if you believe in the constitution and and you want the constitution to uh, not be um, diminished um, it is uh, very very important who we have uh, going into the the um, the uh, judicial branch of our uh, of our government, so do your homework. Don't don't necessarily go off of you know. I mean, who's either for or against transgender bathrooms or abortion or um, again, you know, a wall on our southern border or um, you know, emails whether or not they're they're scandalous or you know, just along part. There's people that 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 will only vote Democrat and there's people that will only vote Republican and then there's a lot of people in between like like what we what we heard here amongst us about a lot of people that aren't going to vote for anybody. Just understand that your vote or lack of vote will show its face in decades to come based off of the judges that get, get appointed during the next president's um, term of office. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and it's a term that is being used a lot. I've, I've noticed in news reports on CNN and uh, Anderson Cooper and a lot of these shows, uh, they keep saying that this is a very important election, probably the most important uh, presidential election that we're, we've ever had in this country. Uh, this is a very crucial point uh, for this nation, and uh, this election is uh, probably going to go down as one of the most, uh, you know, most important eras of our times. And the funny thing is, you know, I heard that when Obama won the uh, like presidency. I heard that when Bush 
won the presidency. I heard that when Clinton won the presidency. So They're it's always a very important. Things. It's always important. Uh, but the thing is, uh, the problem is the candidates have progressively gotten worse and worse and worse. And it's sad that we're in a state of America where the best that we can get out there is Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump. <laughs> that is, it's a sad state of affairs. But with that said, I'm picking the, the least of the, 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 the least evil of the two, and I'm on Trump side slightly because Hillary scares the bejesus out of me. Well, Hillary, Hillary, no doubt will say anything to get, get elected. elected. Anything, anything. She and and this has always been the case. And there's and this I mean, is proven, by the way, Crystal. I hear you in the background there. I'm sorry, I cut you yeah, off. Yeah, cringing, but yeah, she was cringing. I, I'm sorry. Yeah. In fact, let, there, let, there's let, a lot of things not to like about Trump. There's no doubt about there, it. But oh let's yeah, yeah. But look, let's let Crystal uh, give her two thoughts about this because I know she wanted to get a couple no. things out there. Crystal. No, I don't. I don't because you know. The You're, only cringing. Thing that You're cringing. I do. I, no, I'm, cr- I'm cringing. Come on, Pokey. You're about cringing. this again. I do. I do. It, it, like, it hurts my soul, and it hurts my soul <laughs> because it does. It really does. Because, look, I've got no love for Hillary either. I don't. I know she's, she's a liar. She'll yep. obviously, Crooked. you know. I feel like she's just as bad as Trump. So, but the problem is, every four years, all we do—no, he's bad. All we do is pick the lesser of two evils, and then we wonder why things right. are still fucked up. Exactly. We do this every four years. Exactly. Oh, watch those bullshit videos. What like, we do. So I'm just look. Absolutely, what Mystery said. Do your own research, and then when yep. you find out that the system is bullshit, let's start talking about working outside of it. Let's let's have that discussion because that discussion to me is a lot more important than Donald Trump or Hillary Clinton. It just is. Right. It is. I agree 100. Well, we've got we've got we've got a military that's been that's been dwindled down to nothing, and um, we have a space I, program that's a joke. Really? I'm I'm a big big supporter of the military. I think that that um, I think that the world I, I think that the world should look at the United States as a superpower. Um, it, the, 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 there's been a lot of, uh, a lot of bombs dropped by us, but there's also been a lot of peace around the, the planet because America, uh, well, you know, was well, a military superpower. Yeah, but uh, let's, and, hold on, but let's hold on. When, we, when you say that, hold on, let me just cut you off right there and let me get this out there. Uh, there was a lot more peace when Saddam was in power because he had that region control. Absolutely. Absolutely. When we took when we took Saddam out of power, we destabilized that region. We are causing wars now. Yeah. That was a bullshit scenario from Absolutely. the Republican establishment. Yep. And that Republican that Republican establishment just got squashed. It no longer exists. Um, those they're they're a bunch of white haired white. Republicans who uh, you know are an old guard and they and, and and actually you can thank Trump for for crushing them because they're squished they've they've been told what time it is they've tried to fight back and systematically won Oh yeah yeah they, they they tried to even uh, interject themselves back into the race this year with Absolutely. Jeb Bush they, they got Who do you think owned. Jeb Bush is? He's part of that old school way of thinking. Absolutely. Absolutely. So now try, 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 Trump, he gets himself in trouble with his mouth a lot. 
Um, yes, he does. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. But, now, once you get past that, it's you know there, there's a lot. There's a lot. Well, of my thing about Trump is I still like you know I've I've seen interviews, man. By by God, man, this is, it drives me crazy sometimes. I've seen interviews with Trump where they ask him a very clear question about what his policy is going to be on a certain subject, and he gives you this answer that absolutely yeah, makes no. no sense, and yeah, then he, he doesn't really it doesn't answer the question. He just says, "No, what we're going to do is we're going to make sure we bring the jobs no. back." And we're going to make America great again. He just gives you the canned answer, and that's what makes me scared of Trump. Oh, don't be. Don't be. Listen, I'll tell you why. Because you're going to make America great again, Mr. Don't Don't become that successful in business by, by being so narcissistic that you think that you have all the answers. Trump doesn't know. Trump knows what he wants. He doesn't know how he's going to get it. He doesn't know what the policies are because he hasn't surrounded himself with the with the with the experts, the generals, the 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 people that. And he'll fire them in a minute. He'll he'll hire one as soon as they as soon as they fuck up or whatever. He's going to fire them and replace them. There's not going to be this 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 partisan loyalty that you see. You know, Trump's right down the middle, like where where I came from. Um, he's calling himself a Republican, but he's really not. He's just as much Democrat as he is Republican. So once people start seeing that, but the, the problem is, is you get – see, here's the thing is that I cannot stand political correctness, but I can't sit there and – I can't sit there and back, um, you know, uh, not having political correctness at work because it's not fair. People get offended about shit, and I get that. But still, that that just fosters this this thing inside of me that makes me want to just shout from mountaintops the most politically incorrect things I can think of, and it's, we got we, we've gone too far with this. We've we've gone too far, in my opinion, with trying to um, please everyone, trying to do this vanilla America. I'm telling you, the people I run with now. They're they're ready. They're locked and loaded and ready and organized Horrible. and in huge number, huge numbers that could overwhelm our military. Believe me, there are guns behind every single blade of grass in America. And the, this quiet, silent majority is fed up. They're sick of it. They're ready for a revolution 2.0. Do you guys realize that when America was formed, that only three percent? Of the civilians fought for America, everyone else pushed out and stayed home. And I know, I know that there are way more than 3% of the American population that is ready to go to frontline combat. And I'm not talking about just civilians. Sheriffs, my sheriff, Sheriff Pat Garrett in Washington County, Oregon sent Joe Biden a letter along with the Multnomah and Clackamas County sheriffs from here, letting them know that if they do any kind of gun grabbing, if, if any feds come into our counties to do any kind of gun grabbing, they will be arrested on site and, and imprisoned until somebody comes to get them. They're, these okay, people... So, well, hang on. Let me, let, me, let me just real quick there. So, Alex, yeah. I hear this argument a lot. And look, I'm all for... 
letting people have 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 guns okay i you know you want you want to go hunting you know this that and the other i'm about it i hear you okay but can't we have some type of law that makes sense where say if you're fucking crazy or you've been on the fbi's terror watch list or if you go to a gun show you shouldn't just be able to pick up an ar-15 like doesn't that make sense that there should be some there should be stricter this should be stricter gun laws but here's the thing and and this is going to end any argument uh, even if you remove guns from society, criminals don't give a fuck about laws. Right. They're going to get guns anyway. Okay, but I so hold on, so hold on, Crystal. So, so all you're going to do, hold on. So all you're going to do is you're going to take away the guns from the people, and they're not going to be able to defend themselves when the criminals come in with shotguns. This is crap, though. But this is crap because it's the truth. Well, it is the truth. But wait, though. All these mass shooters have not gotten these guns illegally. That's the point that right. people are trying to make that gun advocates keep just flat out ignoring. The argument is always, well, if you take away my gun... Yeah, but how, hold on, but how many times have we not heard on these radio shows now, Crystal, uh, the argument that some of this stuff might be mind control manipulation stuff, and a lot of this stuff seems very shady. Again, a lot of stuff, a lot of it seems very shady. You have actors pretending to be families of victims. I mean, th- this whole thing, yeah, this, is, this whole thing is really shady. A lot of this, including this guy, hold on, including this guy in Orlando with what he did, uh, you know, the the entire scenario really reeks of something else, of a conspiracy, you know, this guy was manipulated and put into it. You made a a very very valid point, and and even in in the words you chose when you said there should be, you're right, there should be those laws, but Mm -hmm. I gotta tell you, the problem is, is that there, in this particular case... And this is probably why why you and and many people like you just don't want to even consider the fact that you, what you're feeling is it doesn't match up with reality, and because it feels unnatural to you, I get it. I'm I'm agreeing with you. It should be that way, but but what ends up happening is that there's things that aren't considered. Like some people are sane, and then all of a sudden they fucking snap. Right. Um, and and you can't you can't you can't take these gun laws and cater them to the people that are just slightly unsane, not insane, but unsane. Yeah, I, I haven't met yeah. a sane person in I don't know ten years. They're hey, all that's, fucking hey, crazy. Everyone's that's not crazy. right. I'm not I'm not insane. I'm, but I can tell you one thing, and Jack will hit it right on the nail nailed it right on the head. Is that I tend to do that anywhere anywhere in America that you go where there has been gun control, meaning that. What appeared to be sensible, rational gun laws have been created. Violent crimes are through the roof. Look at Chicago. Look at New York. These are where there are hundreds of people being killed with guns monthly. Like last weekend, just just on your spare time, Google how many people were shot to death with illegal guns in Chicago. Alone, just Chicago. So... Here's the way I look at it, and and I want to tell you, fuck hunting. Every gun I own is for the express purpose of killing human beings. My assault rifles that I have are are meant to hold. That I have assault rifles so that I can throw as many rounds downfield towards humans as I possibly might need. I've got thirty round banana clips for my AKs, and I've got big high high. I got high capacity magazines for my ARs, and they are for killing people. Make no mistake about it; they are for killing violent criminals and 
the slight possibility that my own government is going to turn against me, and I will kill them too. I will kill anybody that violently wants to enter into my life and affect my constitution. Hard. This is or that wants to, why I advocate wants to. so hard for <laughs> us as a people to get our shit together. <laughs> and this, by the way, this is exactly why. Hold on, this is exactly why the aliens why, don't talk to us. That, that one, the why the aliens don't talk to us, and two, why we have got to get our shit together as a people. Because I hear you. Look, I get yep. both sides of it. I do. Like I said, right. I'm not opposed to gun control, but at the same time, like the shit doesn't make sense. But also at the same time, the government literally screws up everything that they're put in charge of. So you can't absolutely. Rely on so I get it. But it's, I mean, I hear these stories, and this is a true story. There was a there was a a 12 year old boy. Down in New Orleans. I believe it was down in New Orleans, okay? His mother had a gun. People broke into his house. This 12-year-old boy, instead of hiding when these two people came into his house to rob it, got his mother's gun and went after these two people. He ended up shooting one of the guys and killing him. But not only that, you've got a 12-year-old boy with a gun who runs out of his house in broad daylight and is randomly shooting in a neighborhood. He could yeah somebody else and all you fucking crazy gun advocates are like yeah that dude it's awesome he should have went out. it's a 12 year old boy that just killed somebody like for yeah, real that's not good action. at all that's not you know, good at all like, so i like, bet nobody's gonna break into his house again after that it's a deadly weapon just like just like you you wouldn't want you wouldn't want gallons of battery acid or explosives or anything within the reach of a 12 year old because they might go out and they might blow something up on accident or they might you know spill the battery i mean it's a deadly it's a serious thing you don't give them keys to cars you don't you don't do do anything that is going to you can't trust a 12 year old to not kill some fuckers that's why you keep them away from deadly shit. Now you've got, you know, that you there are some people that unfortunately come there there ends up being these kind of unfortunate stories where there have been guns that have been, you know, uh, unsafely kept or, you know, that had access. And there those are there's crimes against that. There that person was not legally storing a weapon. That person was not following sensible laws about what you're supposed to do with guns in a house with uh, with a teenager or a child. And here's so the thing, look Let's talk about some of these cases. Adam Lanza, for example, what would have stopped him? He got the guns from his mom's room. All right, he, this is a kid who went into his mother's room, got the guns, went and did the shooting. There would right. be no laws in the books that could stop this kid from doing what he did. None. No. None. Uh-uh. Right, so even right. if you tightened the laws, he would still get his hands on guns because he was motivated and he was focused on killing people. That's what he wanted to do. Right. Profiling. Now, unless shame. we have, look, unless we actually get into Minority Report, like the movie, and we are in cognition here, and we're getting criminals off the streets before they actually commit the crime, unless we got that kind of technology, there'll be no way to be able to tell who's actually doing what. And, you know, you can't stop somebody like Alan Lanza. You can't stop somebody like the guy in Orlando. You know what? These things though, just happen. You know, I hear you guys, you know, and I definitely hear the argument. Guns, about are, guns don't kill people. It's an old cliche, but guns don't kill people. People Crystal. kill people. Well, absolutely. I got a challenge for you, Crystal, and I, and I already know how it'll turn out. What what uh, what city? You don't know me. You don't know me. I don't. You really know. don't. You really don't know Ichi. I You're already friend. Know. You don't know I her, don't. man. Uh, what, she's, what my, city she's my BFF, man. She's my BFF. Uh, you don't know. Now I am in Port Orange. Yeah, she is. Port Orange is what? Florida, Somewhere. Daytona in Beach Florida. area. Yeah. Okay, and what's gun control like there? What are the laws like? Fuck if I couldn't tell you. <laughs> yeah, well, you ever see people open carrying on a holster like cowboy style? No, I don't. Never. Okay. You never see that in here. Uh-uh. All right, so that's probably not a common thing. You go into Texas, you see people wearing their their guns on their hips all the time. Yep. Yeah. No, this is a true story. I've been to Texas. A gun on my hip yeah. uh, for thirty days after every terror attack. 
that's just a, a, a thing, a trend I'm I'm trying to start. That's my thing. But anyways, Crystal. So I I don't know how accessible gun laws are in in your particular state, but I challenge you to go to a gun range. They they rent they rent guns out. You know, it's it'd probably be kind of expensive. Go to a gun range, rent a really cool, powerful handgun. Have one of the people, the trainers there, um, talk you through it and shoot the shit out of something. And then, Got and it. then, hear you. Look, I'd own a gun. I think knowing how to use a gun and is absolutely a smart thing to do because I don't trust the fucking government either. But here's the deal, guys: if they really wanted to fuck us up with all the things that we know about the government and the hidden technology and the shit they do to us, I don't think I think we're screwed. That's what I think. I think if the government yeah, wanted yeah, to screw yeah. with us, we're think about Adam Lanza. Adam Lanza wouldn't last five fucking minutes as my neighbor. <laughs> okay? So I, I got a question, uh, and, and, I, and I challenge anybody to, to defy the logic to the answer to this. Of okay. all of the mass shootings, all of the mass shootings that have ever happened uh-huh. in, in America, how many of the victims were armed? And so, and and of all of the mass shootings, do the victims outnumber the shooters? So I'm not blaming the victim by any means, but I'm saying that. Um, See, I hear that maybe uh, maybe you ought to, maybe you ought to look into spending a couple hundred dollars, couple hundred dollars on a handgun, get some training, get a concealed well, weapons see, license. Yeah, but that's, and that's not the yeah, liberty. Of, that. Yeah, but here's the thing: that's not that's not going to help the kids in Sandy Hook. That's not going to help the guys at the club or the girls in the club in Orlando because you you don't want to mix first of all. You don't have you don't want to have a bunch of people inside a club packing guns with alcohol. That's just a deadly combination to begin one. with. That is so a you don't want that. However, you don't want that. however if that is going to be a community that is directly targeted by fucking radical Islam, then maybe a couple of those uh, uh, what is it, GLBTQ people ought to, ought to pass up on drinking for the night and stand fucking guard outside this place and protect their friends because there's gonna, they are a soft terror target. People shouldn't be, there shouldn't be just like one armed guard at a door at a place like that because they're just going to get taken out. These, we are in the age of terror. We are at war against terror. If you are going to a soft target event, I don't care if it's a Super Bowl or if it's a, a, uh, a gay pride rally or a Boston marathon or anything like that. Um, you are a target, and and chances are you're not going to get hit, but you might. And so, well, see, but the, even the, the look, even this club thing, because everybody's already jumping to the uh, the whole oh, ISIS was involved, and this is a, a Muslim attack. But you, you know, the, there's evidence coming forward that this guy might not have even had you know anything to do with ISIS really, and that whole thing was, was just a, 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 it was, no, he, had a, he had a radical no. Like, come on. I'm so, you know what? I'm, we're always at war. I'd hear it. The fear levels up, this, that, and the other. Right, you know what right. that is, Mr. E? Another level of control. That's exactly. all it is. It's something. Yeah, because look, this guy, look, from, from the, from the, if you, if you look at. Half the shit they're spinning, and I swear to God, half these mass shootings are staged. Like, I understand that they are. Yes. Which is fucked up, because there's mm-hmm. still people that died by guns or whatever. But, right. I swear to God, every time I hear this radical Islam shit, I want to pull my fucking hair out. Because, because especially in this case, it makes no sense. Like we went over to fucking we went over there for weapons of mass destruction that didn't fucking exist, destabilized the region. Well, hold on, hold on, Chris, hold on, hold on. 
Let, no, let me let me correct you there. Uh, the, he probably did have weapons of mass destruction. Uh, no, but here, no, no. Here, here's, the, here's, here's the thing. No, hold on. Let me let, 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 give me a minute. Give me a second. Hold on. No, give me a second. Can I, can I speak? Hold on. He probably did have weapons of mass destruction, but we gave him two months to get him out of there before we went in. If you remember right. Right. Make, make, um, they make told him, hey, 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 Saddam, we're going to invade you. You got two months, Saddam. Two right. two months, get them all out. Two. The, beheading. Created the beheading. And got mad when he said, fuck you, the, you know, your creation went crazy. Like, come on. Like, we cause half the problems that we create, and then we just he fucking do that to but, but, Crystal, with all that said, we, we cannot ignore the fact that Islam is a very extremist, uh, easily extremistly, uh, well, no, not say easily, it's a, re- a religion that can be easily made extreme so by extremists. So is Christianity. Every yeah, but, but, there, but you don't have Christians beheading reporters on TV. Yeah, you have Muslims gays off that. of buildings. Christians aren't, aren't burning, burning you know and drowning I mean? uh, large groups Any of people more. in cages anymore because anymore, we've, right. so we've evolved now we're talking about now and right so, we've and, evolved and, and granted the beheadings and and um you know in the name of all has been happening for thousands of years we are but literally the, friends with the biggest offender saudi arabia our yes completely is the biggest offender of this so America, yeah. yes. uh, the, the, the so-called terrorists were all from Saudi Arabia. The so-called terrorists that, that hijacked the airplanes were all Saudi Arabia. That's Arabians. what I'm saying. Who's, who's, all this crap. Saudi we're bullshit. It's bull- we are. They're like our best well, buddies. Define, define we. America, I know that America. Hillary Clinton is friends with them. No, no, America in but general. You don't think like Donald Trump is? You don't think Donald Trump has friends with Saudi yeah, Arabia? No, absolutely, the not. Okay. absolutely not. He is not friends yeah. with, with anything Islamic. Absolutely not. You, you keep drinking that Kool Aid. <laughs> yeah, say. I'm with Chris on that one. The point is, is that it's here and it's now and it's happening, and there's one simple solution. Bullshit. The solution is to protect your family, protect your friends, and protect your neighbors, and and encourage them to help you protect them by them protecting themselves and we do not live in an era anymore where we can rely on first responders we cannot rely on ambulances to save our lives we cannot rely on cops to come and and do our shooting and killing for us um i i know that i don't think i'm that much of a paranoid person but i know that when i have to go somewhere and and i don't have my gun on me i feel a little bit afraid um, because I want to come home tonight. I want to. I want to. Um, I don't want to be stuck in a situation where I've got to use my bare hands to prevent a rape or something that I might stumble across. And now, on top of that, this because this cause, this is just my my thinking over the last five years. Over the last two years, now I got to keep. I got to fucking keep a rape kit. In my fucking car because I'm not. I, I now I. I mean I've got to think fucking multiple cans of pepper spray, multiple zip tie fucking uh, uh, handcuffs, and multiple multiple. Dude, what, guns. Kind of, what kind of uh, stuff are you getting into over there? I'm saying. Oh, I'm just, Holy just crap, saying. That, listen, I, I used to be afraid about maybe coming. I mean, I got like I got like I got like, I got like a take. I got like a baseball bat in my car. That's about it. Like, yeah. Damn. It's, it was my, well, my point is. It, well, you're not white. Um, no, but I live in the hood, and I only got a baseball bat. I don't know what you're doing, dude. Like, 
I don't know. I I don't know. For <laughs> I, I, I got a lot of enemies. There's a lot of people that would that that I you guess know. So. That, Holy crap! Yeah, I guess from like the knockout game or to just for because I'm white or or whatever. I don't know anymore. It seems like I'm not just afraid of of being attacked by one person. I'm a, I got to be prepared to be attacked by a small mob or you know four or five people at once. And that's that's what my point is. Is that it's. It's it's getting weird and it's getting weird quick and hopefully it'll pass. Hopefully we'll go back to heading towards a progressive utopia that we all want. But for now, it's pretty fucking violent and I'll be damned if I'm going to live in an area where I can't arm myself and I can't I can't give myself that equalizer. I'm I'm not wanting to put my dukes up and get in a fight. I've I, I've got non-lethal means all the way through lethal means and I just really wish I just really wish everyone just Everyone that passed background checks and that that was able to pass the uh, the prerequisites for getting a concealed license, I just wish that they all. I would feel a lot better riding on a bus if I knew that everyone was packing. Sure, there. Yeah, I don't guys. know about that. I'd feel a lot. I don't know about that. I wouldn't get on that bus. I put it that way. I don't know if I get on that bus either. I'd walk my ass to wherever I have to go. Like, I'd be in really good shape at that point because I'd be walking everywhere. <laughs> no. Mister, you know, hang on. Let me say. Let me say because you sound like a very level. Like you sound like the type of person that I would not like. I'd be on a bus with you. And you had a gun. Like, you're the type of person that I'd come see to show me how to use a gun and how to shoot. Because I feel like I shouldn't know. Like, just in case I ever – I don't ever want to own one, but I feel like that's just something you should know. Like, how to grow your own food. You should just fucking know how to do that. Okay. So I – and, you know, and you talk about community and protecting yourselves and, you know, being that self-sufficient thing. So I would encourage you to to step out of – the 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 fear trap that they've got you in, and instead focus on building that progressive utopia instead of waiting for it to happen because you are the type of person that could actually do that that is where i think your energy would be much better spent that's just my opinion I had to throw that out there i'm a little woo-woo i totally agree with you as long as it happened after like three or four years of total anarchistic war which is what i'm <laughs> He wants to watch the world burn, just like I do. He wants to watch I'm the world you. burn. I'm telling you. I, they're, they're, yeah, this, uh-huh. this hurts. Hurt, uh, you know, Gotta watch that world burn, baby. Something oh, needs to fucking happen. I'll tell you that much. But, yeah. and, then, and then I'm all for the utopia. But for now, <laughs> I think that... Uh, I think we're, it's time for a comet to hit the earth and start over. Reboot. Yeah, something like that. Cleanse it with fire. <laughs> Cleanse it. There you with... go. Mm-hmm. Mr. E, Mr. E, Mr. E, we're almost at the end of the uh, the hour here, and uh, let me ask you, uh, your show, uh, when do you record it, when is it live, uh, when is it uh, podcasted, where can people get it, tell the audience. Oh, I mean, you just have to, uh, you know, find me on Facebook or whatever, I, I probably, I do most of my, um, my promotional stuff, or uh, my... Uh, um, marketing or, you know, and I, and I do a lot of, uh, content creation also. I'm not just, uh, uh, talk show host anymore. I'm creating a lot of memes, a lot of, uh, you know, I'm, I'm out there. So all you got to do is, is find me. My shows are not, uh, regularly scheduled. Um, I don't, I don't do those kind of shows anymore. I just, I just do good shows. Um, and so when, when it comes time to do a good show, I'll do one. Um, <laughs> That's that's that is a lazy way out. That's a lazy. Way. <laughs> like, lazy. I, still, I can't commit to an actual time slot. To, I'll just give you a good show once in a while. I'm, I'm, listen, I'm working on a PhD. 
I'm I'm working on I'm a full time you know employee and I'm also a full time dad. So being a full time student, full time dad, full time career employee, I don't have a whole lot of time for fucking around. So and I consider you know uh, what I do on the radio fucking around. I mean let's, let's face it, I just talk shit. That's all I do. I'm just honest. I talk shit. Um, that might work for Donald Trump's presidential campaign, but it doesn't work. Apparently, for me. apparently it's working for him. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't work for <laughs> lowly old me. I still actually have to go to work and have to, you know, go on six hours of sleep and have a, uh, you know, terrible threes. I don't, I don't know where terrible twos came from. My daughter was perfect when she was in her twos. Uh, now she's in her threes and she's Satan. So I got to deal with that, and then, uh, and of course, school. Um, so I'm kind of in a break. Um, hmm. And uh, my 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 best guests are uh, my my regular guests are all in prison right now. Um, that's lovely. Yeah, that's great. No, I know, right? Um, <laughs> they all they, these these all these fuckers were they um, cultists. Uh, what happened there? How did they go? Uh, they all <laughs> they all went out and did that fucking standoff in Oregon, out in Burns, at that. Uh, are you serious? Bur- Yes, yes. It's My like so, it's like these. Don't get me started. It, uh, it, these somebody just, came just down it, from another state and brainwashed these guys somehow at some sort of fucking protest or rally or something and got them all to go out and do that because these weren't the guys that that that, that is not the fight that the, I thought these guys were doing. These guys were, were, were doing other things. Um, they were, had nothing to do with the Bureau of Land Management or the Bundys or, uh, or the Hammonds or, or any of that shit that went down with the ranchers and the Bureau of Land Management. Um, but so, yeah, that's, that kind of, that, that last winter when that went down, that kind of put a kibosh on a lot of, cause a lot of my, you know, they, those guys were on my show a lot. And, and those guys and their fans were fans of the show and coming on the show a lot. And, and the, the subject matter had a lot to do with that. And so now I've see, I've systematically seemed, I've systematically seen, um, a lot of my personal close friends now are labeled as domestic terrorists, and so <laughs> I, it sucks, man. I'm telling you, yeah, sucks. that's messed up. It is oh, messed man. up, man. But it's like, like I said earlier in the broadcast, there's still a shit ton of them out there, and they definitely remember uh-huh. the military, and they definitely are ready to uh, to do whatever needs to happen. You know, if the shit ever hit the fan, as they say. Well, I know one thing: the uh, the proverbial shit ever does hit the fan. You're going to be packing heat and ready for the standoff, my friend. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Look, it's uh, it's been fun having you on here with us, and uh, uh, we got to end the show already. But look, uh, we definitely got to have you back and uh, talk uh, some more ufology and uh, about some other uh, shit. That's that. We barely skimmed the surface of porn, too. I know. Oh, Pornhub. Talk so much more about porn. It's true. Crystal, it was great talking to you. You too, mystery. I know. I'm glad you yeah, exactly made up so you could be on the show. <laughs> right. we, didn't even, we, we didn't even say how it happened. That we made I know. Up. We never. Well, I don't even know how that. We I asked, and then all of a sudden we were just talking about BTR, and then we were talking about porn. I don't know. And then porn, got porn the, yeah, guns. Porn and then we started talking yeah. about guns. I don't know. How does it always go from porn to guns? How does that work? Porn <laughs> to rape. Can't have me on without talking porn, guns, and sprinkle a little racism in there. And there you go. And we'll have a great show. That's mystery strange visitors right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, I love you guys. Hey, it's it's been it's been uh, great on uh, uh, it's great been great being on your show and thank you for having me. 
Thank you, brother. It's been great having you on. And, uh, guys, thank you for listening to uh, Skywatchers Radio. We had a, a packed stream tonight, so uh, thank you all for listening in. Uh, we'll be back next week at uh, the same time for the last time. That's right. After the uh, 30th, uh, we're done with uh, Wednesdays. And we're moving on to Tuesdays. Tuesday nights at 11 will be our new time slot starting on the 5th next month. Uh, so uh, bookmark that on your calendar, folks. It's going to be a fun time uh, from here on out. And uh, we have, uh, I'm sure, wonderful wonderful guests booked up. It won't be Art Bell, though. He won't do our show. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, well, his, his loss. Uh, guys, That's right, his loss. Yeah, his loss. Guys, until uh, next week, uh, stay, uh, stay alive. Keep packing. Okay. Stay safe. Strap hot. Strap. You can find me on Stay iTunes. strapped. Just read Strangers and Sworn American Sheepdogs with Joe Sworn. There you go. Peace, everybody. Skywatchersradio.com. Go check out the website. Podcast will be up in about 20 minutes. Free download. Check that out. And I'll come back next week.